Welcome to City Talk, a podcast from City View Church in Northern Virginia. City View is a church for all ages and all nations. We offer to everyone the hope, healing, and help that is found in Jesus Christ. It would do us well to think about Jesus' birth every day of the year. Over 2,000 years ago, God took on flesh and became human like us. Yet he was also unlike us in that he remained God. Because he is God, Jesus lived a perfect life. Because he became human, he was qualified to be a sacrifice for us humans and pay the debt our sin has incurred. The Gospel of Mark says that he came not to be served but to serve and to give his life as a ransom for many. In Christ, our sins are forgiven. We have a Savior who has walked a mile in our shoes and will always be with us. That's something to be mindful of every day of the year. Thanks be to God for this indescribable gift. Merry Christmas. Welcome. We're really glad you can be with us this evening. You know, Christmas is all about hope. But the great thing about history being an actual, about Christmas being an actual event in history is that our hope is not just some nebulous term out there. We have something concrete to place our hope in. You see, Christmas is about hope because God came down. When God came down, that gives hope in many ways. I want to talk about three things about a baby who came in a manger 2,000 plus years ago that give us real tangible hope. Things that we can hang on to, not just in this Christmas season, but all throughout the year. And you'll see the verses pop up on the screen. I'll be referring to a book in the Bible called the book of Hebrews. And it tells us a little about Jesus and about this hope that he gives us. Because again, the hope we have is rooted in the historic fact of Christmas. A baby Jesus born. And that baby was God come down. So three reasons that we have hope because God came down. First of all, because God came down, our biggest fear is neutralized. In Hebrews, it says this, chapter 2, now, verse 14, Now since the children have flesh and blood in common, Jesus also shared in these, so that through his death, he might destroy the one holding the power of death, that is the devil, and free those who were held in slavery all their lives by the fear of death. Because Jesus came to this world, was born as a baby, lived a perfect life, but then died in our place, but then rose from the dead, he took care of death. Our biggest enemy, he took care of. The rest is details. We have hope because Jesus came, and he died for us, and he rose again. He defeated our greatest enemy, death. And if Jesus defeated death, we have nothing else to fear. So we have hope. The Bible goes on and it also says he made atonement for our sins. Now that's a big word, but it's really important. In verse 16 it says, For it is clear that he does not reach out to help angels, but to help Abraham's offspring, humans. Therefore, he had to be like his brothers and sisters in every way so that he could become a merciful and faithful high priest in matters pertaining to God to make atonement for the sins of the people. And it's this whole idea of atonement that is really at the core of the hope we have. Atonement, you can think of it as a big fancy word, but really what it means is at one month. 
And God come down, Jesus, is what needed to be done so that we could be at one with God. We could have a relationship with God restored. And this makes Christianity unique in the pantheon of world religions. Because in Christianity, the message is, God came down. Everyone else says, you have to attain your way to God. But Christianity says, God comes down to us. That gives us hope. Jesus did for us what we couldn't do by ourselves. You see, our greatest need is to be right with God. To be at one with God. And we can try as hard as we want. Oh, I'll go to church. Oh, I'll do good deeds. I'll give money to the poor. But none of that will restore our relationship with God. Now, to be sure, when we're right with God, those are all good things to do. But that doesn't make us one with God. The problem is, as human beings, all of us fall short of God's standard. We sin. And then the trouble, on top of the trouble, is we compare ourselves with others. And so we decide whether or not we're good by if we're better than other people. So if you read about people in the news, or you know about people who are in prison for doing something awful, you think, well, I'm not that bad. So I'm pretty good. But our standard is wrong. Let me tell you about a time where my standard was very wrong in my life. My freshman year, the bane of my existence was engineering chemistry. One of the happiest days in my life is when I finished that class and never had to do it again. I'm glad there are chemistry people in the world because we need you. I'm just not one of you. So we had our first exam. And I'm so old that when we did these, the way, the way it worked out is you would see your, the last four digits of your social security number outside the professor's office. You'd go down the list and you'd see what you got. And so the day that the test scores were out, me and probably about 70 other people were all outside the professor's office and were trying to look where our names were. And I saw my social security number and I saw the number by it and it was 90. And I was going, yes, 90. This is awesome. And I'm, you know, kind of doing a little victory dance there in the hallway. And the guy next to me said, dude, that's out of 200 points. Oh, I had the wrong standard. You see, if we think we're just good compared to other people, we're looking at the wrong standard. The standard is God's perfection. And when we realize that that's the standard, all of a sudden it hits us. I'm without hope. I will never be good enough to earn my way back to God. I fall short of his perfection. And so what God did is he loves us so much. He said, I see your plight. Human beings, none of you deserve heaven. None of you are good enough. But I love you so much that I will come down to you and make a way. And that is what he did. Jesus is God come down. And he came down to offer life to us. To make us at one with God. That was only possible because before he could die for us, he had to be born. And that's why we celebrate Christmas. God has come down for us. And he says, stop trying to climb your way up to me. You won't make it. You can't climb high enough but I've come down for you. And Jesus was born 
on that first Christmas, lived a perfect life, unlike us. He never sinned. Can you imagine being in his family? Can you imagine what his brothers and sisters had to endure whenever there was a squabble in the family? Just, all right, mom, it's my fault. My brother never sins. But Jesus lived a perfect life. And then he went to pay a penalty that he didn't have to pay, but that we could never do by ourselves. He died in our place on the cross. But that's not the end of the story because on the third day, he rose from the dead and he is now ascended on high and he is seated in the heavens. But he came down to do for us what we could never do for ourselves. And the way we become one with God, the way we get our relationship with God restored is we say, oh Lord, I realize that I've fallen short of your standards. I'm sinful. And I'm turning to Jesus and trusting that he and he alone is what I need to make me at one with you. We turn and we say, God, I believe Jesus died for me and he rose again and I'm trusting in him and I'm headed in his direction. That's the way you become one with God. Become at one with him. And that is why Jesus came and that is why we celebrate Christmas. My hope here is that everyone here would know Jesus Christ and would turn to him and say, I believe he died in my place and that he rose again. We have real hope because God came down, made atonement for our sins. Jesus has done everything that needed to be done so that we could be at one with God. And in and of itself, what more could you ask for? But there's more good news and more hope. In verse 18, it says, For since he himself has suffered when he is tempted, he is able to help those who are tempted. You see, we have a God who has walked a mile in our shoes. He knows what it's like to be human. He knows what it's like to suffer. He knows what it's like to be tempted. And so we have a God who when we're struggling can put an arm around our shoulder and say, I know how you feel and I will give you everything you need to overcome this. That's hope. That's real hope. I don't know where everyone is at in this room. I don't know what you all are going through. And you may be thinking, oh, no, I, I've, I've made such a mess of things. I, I, no, God's just done with me. That's not true. Because God came down. He's walked a mile in our shoes. He says, I've seen it all. So don't try to pretend don't try to act like you're holier than thou. Would you lean into me and let me give you the strength that you need? That's hope. We have a God who came down. And we celebrate that. You see, on the one level, Christmas is about a baby in a manger. But we have to understand that that baby grew up and became the Savior of the world. And he's done everything that needed to be done so that we could be restored to a right relationship with God. And now he has risen from the dead, he's ascended on high, and he calls every one of us to say, will you believe? Will you believe? So when we think of Christmas, don't get lost in all the trappings of it. And I know you hear that all the time. Look, presents are fun. Let's not 
play this joke and try to be super spiritual and say, I'm not in it for the presence, okay? We're all looking forward to presence tomorrow. But will you also remember someone far greater than any presence has given you the greatest gift? He has God come down. And because He came down, He's demolished death. When you turn to Him, you never have to worry about death because death isn't the end of the story. He's made atonement for us. He's done what needed to be done so we could be at one with God, restored to God. And then He's walked a mile in our shoes. No matter what you are going through, whether you're sad, whether you're upset, whether you're happy, as a Christian, you have God who says, I know how you feel. and I'm with you and I am for you. That is hope. And it's all because God came down. We don't worship a God that is just up there. We worship a God who is bigger than us and yes, He is up there. But we also worship the same God who says, I'm right beside you. I'm right with you. Christmas is about God come down. I can't think of a better way to celebrate Christmas than to be able to say, yes, I have trusted Jesus as my Savior. I'm clinging to Him. I believe that He came down, died in my place on the cross, and rose again. And I'm clinging to Him alone. When you believe that, the Bible says you pass from death into life. You have real hope for the rest of forever. And then while we're in this world, do know that no matter what you are experiencing, your Savior says, I've been there. I know what it's like to suffer. I know what it's like to rejoice. And I'm with you. And I will give you everything you need. So this Christmas, stop and pause. And think about what it means that God came down. And when you embrace that truth, when you believe that, then you can have real, vibrant hope that is rooted in reality. It's not just a nebulous concept. Would you pray with me? Heavenly Father, thank You so much for giving us a Savior. Thank You that You came down. Jesus Christ, fully God, fully man, lived a perfect life and died in our place so that we could live forever. Lord, I pray that there's anyone here who doesn't yet know Jesus, that today would be the day they say, Lord, I believe. I'm turning to Jesus. I believe He came down for me. He died for me. And He rose again. Would you believe that? God also knows everything that you're experiencing now. Maybe you're anxious about something. Maybe you're excited about something. Or maybe you're suffering. But you have a Savior who says, I've been there. You have a Savior who is right beside you because God came down. Would you lean into Him because He will give you everything you need to have joy in this life. And it's all because God came down. And it's in Jesus' name I pray.
Amen.